Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I am so excited for today's episode because I have my friend, Rebecca Dawson on the podcast today. Rebecca is the creator of Simply Becoming, where she mentors and provides incredible courses and resources, which we will learn more about. She is passionate about prayer and seeing people walk in the fullness of all that God created them to be. You guys are in for a treat today on this episode. Welcome, Rebecca. Oh, thank you for having me, Janice. I'm so excited. Yes, me too. Me too. It's going to be so good. So I would love to kick off this episode like I do whenever I have a guest on here with five fun facts just so that listeners can get to know you. Are you up for that? Oh, absolutely. Awesome. So question number one is tell us something that is on your bucket list. Um, so I think this is a great question. I, um, when I think bucket list, I think, you know, most people are like, where can I travel? Where can I go? And, um, mine are, of course, just cause God makes us unique. Mine are really different. Um, mine would be things like, um, really, if I think about what do I really want to see, what do I want to accomplish, what do I want to do in my life? I want to see my kids fulfill their dreams. Um, and I want to see them walk in truth. That is like my number one like if I could be on the earth to watch them fulfill that, if I could watch them continue to walk in truth, like that's it, like hands down, that's my bucket list. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. And all the mamas out there are like, yes, amen. I love that. Yeah. Question number two is what is your favorite quote or scripture or both? Oh, yay. I love both. Um, so my favorite go-to scripture right now is Hebrews 10, 35. And it just says, don't throw away your confident trust in the Lord. Um, and that's just the season that I'm at. It just says, remember the great reward it will bring you. And um, yeah, it's just a gorgeous scripture that just has been really meaningful to me. And then if I gave a quote, I would say um, there's a Mark Anthony quote that I just love. It says, one day she discovers that she was fierce and strong and full of fire and that not even she could hold herself back because of the passion that burned brighter than her fears. And I think that speaks enough. <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay, mic drop. <laughs> Episode can end now. That was powerful. You yeah. have to text me that later. I love that. That is so good. I will. So good. Okay, question number three is if you could have a coffee date with anyone past or present, who would you choose? Um, my two best friends back home. I just recently moved, so that one was easy to answer. Like as far as like, yeah, I don't have to put a lot of thought in that. I would go home and sit with my two best friends. <laughs> oh, I love that. So all of you who have your best friends close by, Rebecca says take advantage of that because um yes. So yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, Question number four is, who are your heroes slash role models? Okay, so this one is funny to even think about. Like, um, I think about people who are 
you know, just in the world and just shining their light, like Sadie Robertson or Elisa Keaton or Jamie Cross. Um, Jesus, of course, was like, is like the first one I think of, or the disciple Peter. Um, you know, I just love, I have a love for Peter and his heart. So those are like the people that I think that I am drawn to, drawn to listen to, drawn to glean from. Um, I am a huge Charlotte Gamble um, fan as well. Like she is somebody I glean from, you know, Christine Kane. Those are all women I glean from. Um, but these, those top ones are the women that I just, I'm like, man, there's something in them. The light of Jesus just shines so bright in them. Um, yeah. Yes. I love all of them. Charlotte Gamble is one of my favorites too. I actually have a picture of me with Charlotte hanging in my living room because she is one of my favorite Bible teachers. So love her. Yes. And the, so the last spot, um, fun fact out of our five fun facts is what is one thing that God is teaching you in this current season of your life? Uh, standing on his word and actually believing it to be true, like believing him at his word and that, um, and just really trusting him for the outcomes, like really not just taking a scripture and memorizing it, but like really making it like the bread of my life. If that makes any sense, like this is my reality. And, um, there is just so much power when the word becomes living and active within us. Um, so that is really, um, a big part of what he's teaching me and then um, praising him, even when I don't see the evidence of his goodness yet, you know, just praising him through the battles, praising him through the storms. That is so good. And I know y'all can't see me right now, but I'm like, got my hands in there. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I learned like early on in my podcast, cause I would like cut people off. Like I would just be like, yes, amen, amen. And it would like mess with the sound. So I've learned <laughs> it's very difficult for me to keep my mouth shut, but I'm like, yes, yes, amen. That is so good making God's word living and active inside of us and uh, so good so powerful so tell us your story who is Rebecca Dawson well I am a counselor I um, I am the owner of simply becoming which is my online virtual counseling business or what I call mentoring I um, have a master's level counselor and I gently lead women back to truth um, adolescent through adult women and just reminding them of what's true about themselves. And it is my joy. Um, I'm married to my college sweetheart of 22 years, and we have three really awesome boys. Um, we have a 17-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a 12-year-old. Um, and they add a lot of stinky aromas to our laundry room and a lot of great joy <laughs> and laughter to our home. So so much fun. I enjoy spending time with all of them. Um, you know, all of them just love being with everybody, whether it's a date night with my sweetheart or um, a ball game where we're cheering somebody on or hanging out or traveling or playing cards together. I just enjoy being with them. Um, in a nutshell, I am a craver of quiet. Like I love quiet. <laughs> I love people. They, they give me so much joy in life, but I am a craver of quiet. Like I need that time. I am a cheerleader at heart and that was not always easy to come to terms with, but I am such, that is just who I am. I'm a lover of sunsets and prayer is my love language. And I totally make that up, but it is. <laughs> so um, I've written two books and I've been an adjunct professor um, and a counselor for most of my adult life. Um, and I'm part of um, a network marketing company. 
And then recently, I am a Midwest girl, small town, um, Midwest Indiana girl, um, growing up in the cornfields. And I, so I love big open spaces. And, um, and this summer, my family made a huge shift and we relocated to Florida. Um, so I am now in the South and how does, where I'm learning to love the South, um, but I still am all about those big open spaces of the Midwest. <laughs> I love that. I'm a Midwest girl too, small town. And yes, I'm in Southwest Michigan. So I'm like, oh, she's an Indiana girl. I have a ton of friends in Indiana. So I was like, oh, that's awesome. So you guys can tell already why I stink and love Rebecca. And this episode is just such a blessing to me to have you on here and just to dive more into what you were doing and the way that you are impacting the world for the kingdom. And so I had the privilege of looking at your website and just checking out all that you're doing for the kingdom. And I pulled this quote off there that I love that I want to share with everyone. And I will share Rebecca's website in the show notes so that you guys can check this out. So this quote says, somehow along the way, many women and girls forget who they were created to be. The world beats them up. They were told this, they listen to that and they forget. Then the vigorous shine of them dwindles as they lose themselves and just go about their days. Same old, same old. They look but never did for. So what advice do you have to help people get their shine back? I love that. This is where, you know, this is where I just light up. I'm like, I love this part. It's just, if I think about women getting their shine back, it starts with our creator, right? You have to go back to the basics and it stops. It goes, you stop listening to what the world says about you. Stop that stop trying to please others and being worried about what other people think. And I help walk women through that process, but it is deciding for themselves that the opinions, whose opinion matters most. There's a, a children's book out there called you are special by Max Lucado. And I actually use it in sessions with women a lot. Um, and in a nutshell, that book represents receiving uh, stars or dots based on the opinions of, of others. And as the progression of the book occurs, you notice that as um, the individual, the main character spends time with the creator, the, the, not, the dots and the stars no longer matter. They don't stick anymore. And it just is such a great picture for me as I work with women to remind them like of not only of what's true about themselves and not just that, but that if you value the opinions of others above the opinion of your creator, then we're getting it wrong, you know, and we will lose our shine and we will get dulled um, a little bit. And so I feel like that is one of the ways um, it is such a great discovery and an honor to help renew women, help renew their minds through this process. And there's so much beauty is revealed as, you know, you're just digging for gold, really. It's digging for little treasures as we just kind of rediscover um, who they are. That is so good. And even as you were talking, I was thinking about Romans 12, too, that says that we're transformed by the renewing of our minds. Mm -hmm. And I and I teach on that a lot, too. Like we're transformed by the renewing of our minds and our minds are renewed through the word of God. And mm -hmm. so when we're spending time in his word and we're spending time in his presence and allowing the truth of who he says we are to wash over us and renew us, then we can walk in that confidence of who we are, who we were created to be. And um, I actually did a middle school youth ministry for a few years and it was called Identity. And that was like the heart of what I did, too, is really let it, like teaching these kids who you are in Christ, who he says you are, because 
the voice of the world is so loud. And I, um, I didn't become a Christian until I was an older teenager. And so I lived a long time with those voices of the world, letting me, you know, defining who I am and, and all of those lies. And so I absolutely love, and I'm so thankful for the ministry that you're doing because I know it's making a difference and, and it's, it's just a beautiful thing. So thank you for your ministry. Oh, yeah. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. But thank you. I mean, it's, you know, anytime we get to work with people, it is an honor. And um, I do feel like that is completely 100% an honor. And one of the things you said just was like, oh, my words, one of the scriptures I read today as I was just having my own quiet just said, um, fill your thoughts with my words until they permeate deep into your spirit. And, you know, I think that is the transformation that we need as we renew our minds, right? It's, it's filling our thoughts with the word. And then it is standing on that until it permeates, until it gets deep in us. And this is the transformation, Um, you know, and I, yeah, this is the gorgeous stuff. This is the stuff we're made for. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. Even as you were just talking, I was thinking about the verse that says to take every thought captive unto the obedience of Christ. And, mm-hmm. and we obviously can't know what, like how to take those thoughts captive and make them obedient. If we don't know what his word is, says. And, and I know like for me, just being rooted and grounded in the word and having a strong confidence of who I am in him when those accusations come, those flaming darts from the enemy or the voices of people that don't line up with that, I'm very quick now to reject it. And so, and I've done, I've even done that to people's faces where they'll say something that's like contrary to what God says about me. And I'll be like, nope, that's not true or whatever. I'm just immediately arresting those thoughts and not letting them settle in my heart because I know who I am in him. And so that's just something that I pray over everyone that's listening to this episode that you really takeaway from this episode is just a strong confidence in who you are in him and, or at least a desire to figure that out because, um, that's my, my desire and Rebecca's desire is just to see people walking in the fullness of what God created them for. So it is awesome. So, so Rebecca, what are some common lies that you hear women believe and what truth do you share with them to help replace those lies? Oh, there are so many, right? <laughs> like we're all such a variety. There's so many, and but I love this part of my job. It sounds crazy, but I actually do really enjoy this part of my job. Um, one of them that I actually hear regularly, um, you know, from singles, from married, from teenagers to adults, is "I am not enough." And I do hear that. And there is a part of me that, when I hear that with women, I want them to breathe first. <laughs> like, okay take a deep breath. Okay. Because there is some truth in that. Um, we aren't enough, um, apart from him, we are not. And I, and I say that, and I don't, that is not to discredit or to put down. That is us being humbled, you know, in our, in our rightful position. But this also translates for many into devaluing, or, um, you know, something maybe have ha- might have happened, maybe something of a bit of trauma or something that adds into that. And then that creates this lie um, and this, this overshadowing of whom they really are created to be um, that in them, you know, they are overcomers in them. They, um, you know, he is more than enough for us. So there's, there's a lot of transformation that happens. But when I, when I hear that one, I typically start um, in Isaiah 41, 8 through 10. And we just start to talk about being um, 
a chosen, hand-selected, um, a servant, and just kind of start, um, I don't know if you've ever done this before, but um, you're really implementing their names into this these verses, and that these become kind of that guideline as we identify with that, what I would consider a lie, but identify with really who they are. Um, when there's a lie, I feel like we always have to go back to the creator first. We have to figure out who he is first, and then we can figure out the rest of who we are. It's always got to start with him. And if we keep our eyes focused there, we're going to figure out, you know, that that's not a devaluing of us where we feel like well, I'm not enough. Like, no, I need him. But don't let that lead into other things where I'm, you know, you know, not believing in myself, having that low self-esteem, you know, those kinds of things are, can be trigger related to this. Yes. Yes. I love that. And like John 15 is where Jesus talks about remaining in him, that he's the vine or the branches. And that when we remain in him, we will bear much fruit and that's fruit of the spirit. And, but apart from him, we can do nothing. And so I love everything that you just shared. And I love that you talked about making the word of God personal. And so many times we can read it thinking it was written for, you know, the people way back then, but really it, it's living and it's active and it's for us today. It's relevant and applicable. And so I love doing that too, just taking the word of God and inserting my name or declaring it over myself, declaring it over my own life, um, using the word of God to pray. Like a lot of times when I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm just praying the word of God over situations. And, and so I love that you walk women through this and, and just help them find freedom from whatever it is that's holding them back. So that's so good. So Simply Becoming is your mentoring counseling business for females of all ages who are ready to heal and become. Your courses are mini counseling sessions, which offer practical help so people can crush real life challenges and your resources are designed to impart healing of your body, soul, and mind, which I so love. Love, love, love everything that you're doing. So tell us about the resources that you, pr that you provide and how people can get them. Okay. Well, um, some of the resources that I provide are one-on-one -on -one counseling or what I call mentoring, and that's 60 to 90 minute sessions um, via Zoom. So I'm virtual. So I meet with women all over the country. Um, and like you said, adolescent through adult women. And um, those are individual sessions. And like I said, they can be 60 to 90 minutes. Um, I offer courses. These are for women who, um, you know, want the freedom of time management, you know, like maybe feel a little too busy or maybe just want to heal up in a couple areas. Maybe um, just, I feel like what I have designed my courses to be are, are that counseling experience within a course. Like they are as personal as I can make them uh, within a course. So I have three of them right now that are available. I have Love Your Name, um, Love Yourself, the Love Yourself course, and um, Becoming Emotionally Fit is what it's called. Um, and it's basically learning to love yourself. Within that one, talk about lies and messages. I talk about truth. We work on um, different modules throughout the, the course of it. And we deal with self-hatred. We deal with body image. We deal with um, women being able to like themselves again. Um, 
you know, I read something the other day that if you love yourself, you always need to start with Christ. And that is the essence of this. It starts with learning to discover the great love of the father. And then once they work outside of this, then we figure out all the places where they've been hurt or wounded. And we work with healing and um, as much as I can to apply truth for women as they walk through this. Um, also deal with people approval, like seeking new people or the approval of others and um, just trying to give them as many um, of the touch points that I work on with women one-on-one within that course. I have a smaller version, like a mini version of that called the Extreme Emotionally Fit course. And that is just kind of maximizing their time and energy um, and just dealing with a little more intensive version of that same course of just learning to love themselves again. There's so many women I work with who not only don't like themselves, but have an actual, as we start to think through and talk through things, it's like they actually have a disdain for themselves. They do not like themselves. They hate themselves. So really trying to address a lot of those issues for women, and then they can work on this on their own time as they see fit. And then my last course actually came out of a need of my own in my own life. And and it's called uh, Fasting for Your Soul. And this was just a deep dive into Isaiah 58 for myself. And um, it was just so much more than eliminations, like, you know, there's sugar fast and uh, Daniel fast and all those things are wonderful. They're great. But I wanted to see different results. I wanted the results that God talks about in Isaiah 58. And I just was taking it apart for myself. And I was like, well, if anybody else can glean from this, I'm just going to put this out here. This is what I've learned. This is what I've experienced. Um, and then finally, I, um, I am on a team of an all-natural, all-non-toxic um, um, skincare line, and it is—it's just been a great journey as far as even the women that are involved in it. It's just like a very empowering group of women, and that is um, that love the Lord. They love Jesus, and it's fun to watch entrepreneurs get together and love the Lord. So, those are the things that I offer. The blessed, and I know you said, where do they get them? The best place to find those things are at my website. Um, and I, that, um, I know you said will be in the show notes, but that's got everything located there. Um, but these are, those are the areas that I help women in and that I have available at this time. That is awesome. Your resources sound absolutely incredible. So take advantage of them, ladies, go to her site, check them out. There's one thing that you said that I want to touch on and which was about like the self-love and, and how we view ourselves. And I heard someone preach somewhat recently and they said that, you know, the second greatest commandment is to love our neighbor as ourselves. And they said, the problem isn't that people aren't doing that. The problem is that people don't love themselves and it does reflect in the way that we treat others and, and, and interact with other people and and love them. And so I love that you are addressing that because then the body, what we do, which is love others as ourselves. And if we love ourselves well, then we can love others well. So that's, that's beautiful. I love that you're doing that. 
Well, thank you. And I, that is, that is the essence of it. I mean, I literally walk women through first Corinthians 13, you know, those love verses and really learning to apply those truths outside of that for themselves. And then, then I'm, I'm with you 100%. Once they, once we know that, like that great love that the father has for us, and we can actually love who he's created us to be, we can go out there and we can love others and love them well. Yes. Yes. It's so beautiful. So there were um, some reviews on your website. So I pulled one of them, which was hard not to pull all of them, but I, it's so cool when you see what other people are saying about Rebecca, you'll understand why you need to go to her website and check out what she's doing. So this is a quote that someone sent in and it says her sweet and gentle spirit, strong emphasis on prayer and evident deep relationship with God prompted me to keep coming back to her. I loved how every strategy and mindset presented was rooted in core truth from God's word. I truly found both a wise mentor and amazing friend in Rebecca, and I would recommend her to absolutely anyone in pursuit of spiritual counsel. Mic drop. (laughs) So good. So good. So can you share some testimonies with us and ways that God has used simply becoming to help people become all that God created them to be? Oh yeah. Um, it's just, you know, how, yeah, you're just thankful. You just sit and you just think, wow, thank you, God. Just thank you. Um, when I started simply becoming, I started with, um, a group of women who I, um, respect and love. They are some of my closest treasured friends, um, of all different ages. And they are the women who pray for me and pray for my women. So, um, and they pray regularly. I take my prayer requests to them on my women's behalf and they're all confidential. They don't know who they are and they don't know great details. They know like not the specific things, but some of the, the areas where, you know, this is an area where we need. Um, And so I believe that makes all the difference in the world. I had a friend share that with me and she said, this is how I started my ministry. I had a prayer team and, you know, kudos to that uh, friend and kudos to God. Like it has just been a joy to have them partner with me. Um, But because of that, I went to them when I started Simply Becoming, I said, I want to see God's word come to life. I want to see it activated in my life and in the lives of those women that I work with. And I am seeing that happen again and again and again. I've been at Simply Becoming in my in my space for over a year. And it has been uh, amazing to watch marriages restored, uh, to watch teenagers who have struggled with depression and even suicidal thoughts, to watch God just um, bring, restore and bring back truth. Um, I think of one woman who I've worked with. I worked um, in a, a, a Christian counseling agency before going out on my own. And I worked with a few of my women from there and they came with me and transitioned with me. And so one woman I've worked with for quite a while. And if I think of a life that has been transformed, it is that life. Um, she has walked some very hard valleys and um, it has been a life filled with a lot of, um, un, you know, trauma um, and addiction. Um, and it's been a long process. I cannot say it has been easy, but, um, you know, watching her open up to truth. It's been about two years now that we've journeyed together and it has been a transformation. God has made her new and restored her family, restored her as a mom and then her occupation. It's been a really unbelievable thing to encounter and to watch. Um, 
you know, I think of those kinds of stories. And, and, and then I work with women all the time who just are in that identity crisis of who am I? You know, trying to figure that out, whether they're 60 and they're empty nesters or, you know, they're 16 and trying to figure it all out. Um, I, I, you know, I have a variety of the women that I work with and just it's always those answers to prayer and watching God work. I mean, it's just an incredible experience to sit back and, and, and any of us can experience that when we just know like God's at work, you know, it's his hand moving. Yes, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful too watch people encounter God. And I've also been doing a women's ministry for a few years stirred up and, and it's just, it's only God, like nothing we can do. It's Christ in us. And so I love second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. And so I just love that you're walking people through that process of becoming new in him. And, and it's beautiful to, to see. And I also have so many testimonies that, similar to that, just watching women who are so broken and hurting. And, and I love that the word says that he comforts us so that we can do that same thing for others and, and using our stories and the gifts that God's given us to just reveal who he is and, and just put people, <laughs> bring people to him. And that's what mm-hmm. it's all about is bringing people to him and letting them encounter and experience him and then letting him do the work. So I just, I love it. I love all of it. So Rebecca, do you have any other encouragement or advice for listeners? Anything else on your heart that you would love to share? Well, for the feelers out there, uh, I'm a huge feeler and I would not like this if someone said this to me, but there is some truth in it is that sometimes if you're a strong feeler, sometimes when I work with women, I'll look at them and I'll say, and I, I love my women, just so you know, like I love my women. I, I have relationship with my women and I do not, I want to validate them and encourage them and edify them. Um, but I am honest with them. And sometimes I will say to them, I don't care how you feel right now, you know, cause after they'll be like, well, I feel, and, and I'll, and I'll have to say, um, it's not that I don't care about you. I do care. And as you get healthier, those feelings are going to get healthier because sometimes those feelings are attached to some negative um, experiences that they've ha- they need to overcome and they haven't yet. And so those feelings are attached to some old garbage. And um, so I, I just gently remind women uh, that, you know, um, I don't really care how you feel. <laughs> that doesn't sound very gentle, but I try to make it gentle. I don't really care how you feel right now, but I do care about you. And one day I'm going to let you, um, I think of that, that woman, I shared her story about like so many times I would look at her and say, you know, she'd be like, I feel, I'm like, you know, someday I'm going to let you tell me how you feel, but right now we're going to base it on truth. And that is what sets you free. And so that's what we're going to base it on. And we're going to ask God to heal you up. And then, you know, one of the other things is my encouragement to women is if you're working, you know, what I tell women all the time is that I can't heal you. And I don't know any counselor that can. I will be very honest with you. I, I can't. Um, and if somebody tells you they can heal you, I, I you know, I, I go to them. <laughs> but but, but I, I, I cannot. And I just am a, a really true believer. I can take you to the one who can. And he is our great counselor for a reason. And, um, you know, I'm going to help you with all I've got to get you um, as healed up as, you know, as he will do. But it's, it is him always. And like I said, he is the great counselor. So he's who we seek. Amen. Amen. 
So how can people stay connected with you? Like, what are your socials? I'll have your website linked and your socials, but you can just throw it out there in case people don't look at the show notes. Sure. Absolutely. Um, I'm on Instagram. So in my, my um, Instagram handle is Rebecca underscore Dawson five. And Facebook is a little harder to find me because there's a lot of Rebecca Dawson's. Um, it's got a bunch of numbers after my name. So one of the easier ways to find me on Facebook is my is my Facebook group. It's um, Simply Becoming. My Facebook group is Simply Becoming. And that's sometimes an easier way to find me is my Facebook group and requesting to join that. Um, and then definitely my website it is um, uh, simplybecomingwithrebecca.com. And that has got everything listed. That's got um, ways to work with me. Um, it's got all my resources. It's got free resources there as well. And it really just um, also has my courses. Um, there is a direct link to my courses that is simply becoming with Rebecca.thinktific.com, but you can also find that on my website. Awesome. 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 Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for being my guest on here today. I am so encouraged from this episode. So I know listeners are going to be so encouraged as well. So I really appreciate your time and coming on here. Would you be willing to close us out in prayer? I would love to. Yes. Father God, we just come before you and thank you for my friend Janice, but your friend Janice and all of her listeners. Lord, I just ask for your heart for her, for them. God, that you would continue to move mountains on behalf of this listening audience, but your girls, your women. God, that the desires of their hearts would be met in you. Lord, I just pray for those who may feel far from you, that they would draw near to you and know that you are just a breath away. God, that you remind people that you're kind of that SOS anytime they just need to call out Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You're like that lifeline that they can call out anytime. And I just thank you for being that for us. God, you are good. And I just pray your goodness over the listeners today. And I just thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to serve, but thank you for who you are. Just thank you, Lord. And God, there, yeah, I just feel like that you would do exceedingly abundantly above all they could ask or imagine in their lives. Thank you for Janice and this ministry. God, that you would use it as a mighty um, a pillar of truth, but that you would also just use it to, to catapult um, others into freedom. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. It is in your name we pray. Amen. <laughs>